and bonus round of gaming the system. Uh, I've got my cheesy game show host voice, on, <laughs> but that's because we're here today to do a top eight, which is what the kids talk call what we used to call a top ten in the olden days. Uh, but apparently, we're doing a top eight, and today's top eight um, is going to be. A bit of a confession session for us, which is the unfeminist games that we love to play. So, starting with Matt. Matt, number one, what is your unfeminist game that you like to play? Okay, it is, of course, the God of War series. Uh, so, from 2005 onwards, up until 2018, they were the most male rage machine destroy the entire world um just feeling like a a a monstrous badass and it's the story of a man who um trades his soul for power um and ends up being tricked into killing his wife and child so that's a that's what drives him for his vengeance um in the first game um and that is something that haunts him for his entire life because the ashes of his wife and child um, are stuck to his skin, which is why he has this sort of ashen colour. So he's reminded it for his entire life and the uh, the um, the uh, scars of the chains of chaos in his hands so he can never forget his past. Um, and he destroys the entire Greek world, doesn't care who he kills, and it's all because of his emotions and what he wants. Um, and I loved it because I was a very repressed child and being able to let absolutely everything out. So nothing else matters apart from your anger and what you, what you feel. Um, and I think there are about 12 games of that and I've played all of them and it's a joyful experience, but then the joy was compounded in 2018 where they created a brand new, uh, one completely rebuilt it from the ground up with a, an older Kratos who really feels the weight of what he did um and as and a stunning uh like growth of the series in a way i could never have imagined um so it's grown into something really really beautiful and wonderful and far more um that's hard to describe just uh just a growth of the character in a way that i would never have imagined excellent number two gem um, oh, well, I'm going to go with Final Fantasy 15. I really struggled with this challenge, actually, because I don't play a lot of unfeminist games <laughs> and don't really like them very much. But, um, but yeah, this one I play because I like the Final Fantasy series and, um, and, and I heard it was one of the good ones, which it is. And it is. It's a, it's a fabulous game. And you follow, um, you play as Noctis and he's a prince and he's, Searching, well, he's trying to rescue a princess, of course, <laughs> um, with his um, with his band of three friends who his uh, bros, yeah, his bros, and it's it's very much a sort of road trip. You spend a lot of time driving around in a very cool car that um, changes with the weather, actually. So it's great. So when it rains, is they, they when it rains they put the top up, and when it when it's sunny they put the top down and they, you can drive it or they can drive it. it's very laddie and um <laughs> and they have these lovely scenes that when they sort of rest at night and things um so yeah no i really the game's fun and the combat is fun and the storyline's great and i nearly finished it which is always a good <laughs> a good sign um 
but yeah but it's but you can only play these four guys and um the we've talked about the the women in our um uh sexualization of women um chat so you know i won't go into that too in too much detail but they are very stereotypical very tropey characters when the women do tip up so um yeah i think it's it it there is a lot of it where i spent my time rolling my eyes and being sort of like <laughs> yeah but but i still enjoyed the game so good number it was three. beautiful stunning yeah sorry oh. <laughs> yes number three alex talking of is my first one i'm going to mention is Force. Which I don't know if you guys ever have seen it or played it. I love but, both. Um, it's just so much fun. That you play as all these action heroes from like all these different movies, like Terminator, so the Brominator, but they're yeah. all like all the bro included in the name. There's like Neo from The Matrix, Indiana Jones, Bruce Willis from Die Hard. I forget what's his name somebody McLean but uh, yeah and I think there was one character Ellen Ripley who was from Aliens or Alien um, which is the one female character that you can play in it but it's just really funny basically it's all about shooting everybody and all these aliens and people and there being loads of explosions and you have to escape the level it's like a 2D scroller I think and you have to escape the level by helicopter and then there's a bunch of explosions when you escape on the helicopter and it's all just uh, very very much about america and uh, being amazing and yeah pretty much sums it up explosions would sum it up pretty much <laughs> but yeah i really did good. love very fast i'd forgotten about it yeah. entirely <laughs> yeah. um so number four is me um i'm gonna say games i haven't mentioned before even though i play a lot of unfeminist games um so i'm gonna start though with what is probably my all-time favorite game which is uh grand theft auto san andreas which is the absolute best version of gta um and i will i will disagree with anybody who tries to make me play the modern ones i'm sorry can't be doing with them uh san andreas had the story it had the wonderful landscapes it had missions that were just all sorts of variety one minute like the way you have to fly a little radio car uh, controlled helicopter to deal with the police and it was just the best game ever the problem with all of the grand theft auto games really is their treatment of women um it is appalling uh they are seen as completely disposable objects um and various other factors in it and it does mean that it's very hard for me now to go back and play that game um but i just at the time i loved san andreas so much i um my car actually broke down when i was meant to be going to see um my family for the weekend i was meant to be coming back from university and my car broke down and i was so happy because it meant that i got to stay home and play san andreas for the weekend instead of having to see my family which is a terrible thing but yeah absolutely astounding game that doesn't get enough credit for how good a game it was but yeah not very feminist number five matt okay so i am going to talk about a game that i have mentioned many times um so it's the metal gear solid series yeah. so i've played two of the games um metal gear solid 5 is the one with quiet who is the just the the naked sniper woman 
um, and Metal Gear Solid 1, which they still managed to make uh, the woman in it just as sexualized, even though it's in the tiniest, uh, like, uh, uh, pixelated, of course, from the, the old PS1 days. Um, he, there's a, uh, a woman, a spy in there who's, um, dressed up as a male soldier and the way that snake works out that she's, uh, not a male soldier is just cause there's a shot of her ass going like that. And he goes, <laughs> mm, that man's got a fantastic ass. Um, and then obviously it's literally just cause she's a sexy woman that she plays a role. Um, which is uh, a massive trope where if it was just a, a fat middle-aged man, then there wouldn't be a story because it's it's just all of it revolves around, oh, she's sexy. I'm going to involve her in my plot. Um, yeah, so it's got a... Hideo Kojima has quite a, a checkered past when it comes to women in his games. It's not good. But you can't... I can't, sorry, I was just thinking about the times I spent playing Metal Gear Solid on the PS2, so I can't remember which version, what that would have been, and just loved it. Mm, <laughs> they're stunningly, he creates stunningly beautiful, massive games. But, questionable issues. Right, questionable. number six. I'd lost track of my numbers there. Number six, Jim. <laughs> Oh no, Jen, we've lost your sound again. Can you hear me now? Yes, I can hear you now. <laughs> I was going to say, Registered uh, Larry, which I played when I was too young. But when I looked it up, it was like, oh, I really shouldn't have been playing this game when I was little because it wasn't that little, but when I was younger. Um, uh, but that was really sexist. And I am showing my age a lot by the fact that I was playing it because I was playing it back in. Um, in the early 90s um so so yeah so I, i'm not going to say legacy no because it's horrible um but i i will say um diablo 2 actually just because of the outfits that you got to um that, that the, fe the few female characters that you had were wearing and it was just it it was just so Sex, sexist, yeah. I mean, you could kick, you did kick ass as in in you with your assassin or your sorceress, but um, but you had to do it in your underwear and your high boots. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so, from so that was a really good game, though, and I did spend a lot of time playing it. So, you know, I can, I have to put it on the list. <laughs> Definitely wasn't feminist. <laughs> I like that you've kind of cheated there by adding an extra game, but saying you're I'm, not saying. I'm sorry. No, it's fine. <laughs> also, like, sharing our age. Cancelled. Like, you and me remember Leisure Suit Larry. I'm pretty confident that Matt and Alex have no idea. Go, go, go Google that when you're done. Um, okay. <laughs> Alex, then, number seven. Okay, so mine's going to be The Witcher 3, um, which I very much enjoyed. The bits that I have played have nowhere near got even halfway through it but uh, very much enjoyed uh, the world that uh, you play in and uh, the main arc of the story. But I put it on the list mainly because women in the game are used, or sex with women in the game, is used as a reward for completing missions or like various side quests. And it's seen as a prize for, for um, Geralt, really. 
more than anything else. But it is still a very rich world that you play in and a very exciting game. Everyone's silent, have I shopped? No, I don't. Witcher is Witcher is an absolute masterpiece. And I'm also conscious of the fact that I interrupt you a lot, Alex. I realised that when I was doing the voiceover. So I'm I'm leaving longer pauses when you finish speaking so that I stop doing that. I have to say, actually... Sorry. (laughs) I, I... I have to say, actually, Alex, that it's interesting because when I played uh, the first time I played Witcher, um, which was also the last time I played Witcher, I stopped playing it because of that of of that whole mm. undertone. Because I was I was uncomfortable with it, and I was just like, no, I don't need to 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 spend my time on this now. You have in uh, you know given me cause to potentially pick it back up again but it does show that it you know sometimes this these scenes put people off more than they yeah. turn people on i mean the way it was rendered it looked pretty awkward you know just the whole scenes play out you're just like well oh, i don't really know where to look now i'm just gonna look this way and stuff. but yeah <laughs> um so it's just on the line between realistic and not realistic and it's like just a bit awkward really and it happens well, we may well but, end up doing an entire show on the yeah. picture at some point so yeah. it is on our potential <laughs> list so i might stop us now before we go on talking about <laughs> yeah. that, all the things that we'll talk about that so number eight is me then ah so this game right nobody none of you are going to have heard this but i spend far too much time play, playing games on steam and buying games on steam and this game is called do not feed the monkeys <laughs> it is um a silly little game that you can complete it um it's one of those games it's an independent game it's quite and it i i found it bizarrely addictive the plot is you are in front of a computer screen and you need to make sure you have food and money which you do by going out and doing shitty jobs and buying crappy food and the rest of the time you're at your computer and somebody's sending you links to other people's cameras and you're watching other people's cameras and you then have to solve mysteries by watching other cameras now i know what you're thinking it's not all porn it's not anything like that i mean some of one of the cameras is set up like um in a field and you're watching the train go past and you then have to use the internal search engine to find out where the town is and stuff like that but there is some stuff in this game which is just not acceptable um there is uh there is there is the usual we're meant to laugh at a character because they dress up in a different gender's clothing in the evening um there are women being there's no you're not you're not spying on a woman but you are spying on the peeping tom who is spying on a woman and stuff like that and it's just it's one of those games where you're like do you know what if this was 10 20 years ago it still wouldn't be okay, but I would be less surprised that it exists. But the fact that you've made a good game, you've made a good independent game, you've made a game which has a really nice format, and then you've been lazy enough to leave in the sexism, the homophobia, and all these other little bits that just make it not not as good as it could have been. So yeah, I mention it because mm-hmm. I think that could have been a really lovely little game. And I mean, I have completed it three times but it still it should have been better and i would like to call them out for that it's another one of those things where it's like sex is meant to be funny Mm. and sexualizing women is it's the joke um yeah 
Yeah, yeah we talked. Yeah, we've we've talked about that at length already. So I'll stop. That's <laughs> cool. So that was our first top eight. Yay! Yay! I'll edit it together in a fun way. hope you enjoyed that episode of Gaming the System. If you want to support us, you can donate to us through our PayPal by sending it to wearegamingthesystem at gmail.com if you want to send us a one-off donation. If you want to donate to us monthly, you can subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash gamingthesystem. Until next time, bye-bye.